Welcome, welcome, and thank you so much for stopping by and sitting at my table. Tonight is going to be an interesting discussion. If you have not been here before, let me introduce myself. I am Darth Munnan, aka The Raven. And if you have stopped by and you are listening, this message is definitely for you. I was going to do a Facebook Live, but I decided that I wanted to do a podcast because it is more intimate and there are no distractions. So you will only be listening to my voice. And I believe that that is very important, especially with the message that I'm about to give, because these are messages that I have been receiving. Um, not only from self as I dig further within myself as I'm healing and understanding further the energies within myself, but also observations throughout my life that I have made that finally make sense as to why a lot of things have cultivated between the masculine and the feminine the way that they have. So... What I've come to observe since I was little, but now being more aware of things, because of course throughout my life, I haven't fully been open to the experience of life due to traumatic events myself. And that's why I myself am going through this healing process. But is one thing that I've noticed, um, even as a child, um, I grew up in a city and in the city, there is a lot of diversity and you see a lot of how different homes of different races and classes, the foundations of their home structure. One thing that I have noticed now as an adult and now going back and looking further back into my past and looking at different um, male friends that I had, different female friends that I had, um, family members, um, partners, etc., etc., One thing that I've come to see is that unhealed masculine men are attracted to women who give off masculine energy. Now, these women that give off masculine energy are unhealed women. So if they are unhealed, their masculine energy is also unhealed. But we're not going to get into the women. We're going to discuss co-creators, procreators first, but in this segment, I'm going to discuss the procreator, the unhealed masculine men. The reason why most of these men are attracted to women who inhibit masculine energy, and usually these are Also, unhealed women who are single mothers. Let me make that clear. Most of these men who are unhealed are attracted to unhealed women who inhibit masculine energy, but are also single mothers. The reason to this is because a lot of these unhealed men grew up in single parent homes with mothers who were unhealed and operated mainly mainly from their masculine energy. And this is why they are attracted to that. When you are unhealed, you are attracted to the very thing that you are repulsed to, or the very thing that you want to reject, or the very thing that you want to shift. 
But if you're not aware of it, you can't shift it. So let's continue on. Most of these men come from homes where they are raised by a single mother who is unhealed and operates mainly from her masculine energy. Now, most of us, when we are children, right, we operate from both energies. We are neither too masculine or too feminine. We are in a balanced state. However, that does not mean because we are in a balanced state. All individuals are in a balanced state, have androgynous energy. That is a different discussion. We'll stick to masculine and feminine. And we'll stick to the procreate. So, many boys, when born, many masculine boys still will at times have feminine qualities because again when we are born we are neither too masculine nor too feminine we sit in the middle okay is why we're so imaginative right it's why we are action kids we look for adventure is because we're operating from both in balance but when a young boy is raised by a woman who operates from her masculine energy and she sees these feminine qualities in her son, she suppresses those feminine qualities. The reason why, of course, we all know is because of society. And they see women with young boys who don't have a male figure in the household as vulnerable. And they tell these women unknowingly if these women are healed or not. They tell these women that they must be stern with their boys. They must be firm with their boys like a man and when he does anything you know that is considered wrong to society you must beat it from him okay either beat it from him or neglect him in some other form or fashion to suppress that feminine energy so it can be done through physical abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, spiritual abuse. However it needs to be done, it'll get done. Because again, his mother is operating from her masculine energy. So not only does she suppress that pure divine feminine energy within him, she also suppresses it within herself because, again, he is a boy. And we are taught in society that single mothers who have boys have to treat them the way a man would. So we don't enact empathy anytime the boy is hurt or says that he's hurt or something hurts him. Or if he falls and he cries, 
We tell them to suck it up. Be a man. You have to be a man. You can't. That doesn't hurt. So she teaches him to suppress all those things within him. Now, not only does she teach him that, but she's also teaching him that a woman is protector and provider. So she is teaching him that women act like men. And this is why unhealed masculine men, as they get older, they are attracted to women who inhibit masculine qualities or sit in their masculine energy. And more than likely, these are women who are single and are single mothers. Because in order for a woman to provide and protect, she must shift from her femininity to her masculinity to be firm, right? To be protector and provider. And that is what the mother figure or the mother teaches the unhealed man. She also teaches him that you don't cater to emotion because she suppresses emotions within him. She suppresses anything that is considered feminine within him. So she's also teaching him that women are also emotionless, emotionless, or have no emotion. She teaches him that women are cold. But remember, she is sitting in her masculine energy. And this unhealed woman, the issues that she has not healed within herself, will carry on to both her energies within her. So she will have energy of the unhealed feminine, but also the unhealed masculine aspect. So everything that she teaches him is from the perspective of the unhealed masculine energy. But again, she is embodied a woman, which is very confusing because he will see as he grows up in his environment, around him, other boys that do not get that type of treatment. He will, every once in a while, experience where a boy might have fell at the park and his mother ran to his aid and cuddled him and gave him affection and wiped off his knee. Or he might have seen a mother give a hug to her son before he went to school and told him, I love you. Yet he turns to his mother to get that same similar affection, but when she tries, she rejects him because emotions are considered feminine. Let's continue on. Now, when you look at the unhealed masculine and you partner it with unhealed masculine energy with an unhealed woman, she is teaching her son everything from the unhealed perspective of the masculine energy, which is procreator energy. She also teaches him promiscuity. Because just, and I'll explain, because she herself, depending on her trauma, will look towards the masculine for whatever she needs. But then once she gets it, she will reject him because, again, she will sit back into her masculine energy. She has no problem surface letting her femininity surface so she can seduce or get a man 
she can get a man. Okay? That part she has no problem with. Okay? But she does not want to keep a man. Because she's unhealed. So she uses the man for whatever she needs to use him for. And then once she's done, she rejects him because she sits back into her protect and provider energy. So if she has multiple men in and out of her life throughout the course of this unhealed man growing up, she teaches him promiscuity. But then he also learns that society condemns promiscuity in women. So this is where the love and hate relationship starts. This is where his love and hate relationship with women as an adult starts to cultivate. Because Everything that he learns, he learns it from a woman, from, from, the, from the perspective of, an, of the unhealed masculine energy that she's sitting in. So she also teaches him to use people. You use what you need them for and then you throw them away. Because she's sitting in that unhealed masculine energy. She only uses her femininity to get what she needs to satisfy herself, to get gratification, which is also something she teaches her unhealed son. So she teaches him to only go after the flesh, but never create a connection. So when he grows up to be a man, that is exactly how he maneuvers within a relationship. Although he will crave, because there is a void there, feminine energy, divine feminine energy, it does not matter if that divine feminine energy is staring him in the face. He will reject it. The reason he will reject it is because it's unfamiliar to him. It was never consistent in his life. All that was consistent was a woman that acted like a man or treated him the way a father would treat him. There was no real balance there. What there was was a lot of confusion. So if he is blessed in the presence of the divine feminine, he will never understand that. He will reject it. He will reject it so much so that the divine feminine has two choices, either to walk away or to shift heavily in her divine masculine energy and sit there. But either way, he will never get what is missing. And what's missing is really within himself, but is dormant. So he's looking for it outside of himself. So he will go through different relationships. Same scenario as his mother. Different relationships. Looking for that energy, that divine feminine energy. But as he was taught from his mother, he will maneuver in the relationship for pure gratification to use. Because he doesn't understand that energy. So he will go from periods of rejecting it and then periods of wanting to receive it. And he will go back and forth with that because he's not aware of what's going on. He's not aware of what he was taught. Okay? He's not aware that he has become the very thing that he despises. So, he will go from relationship to relationship. He will find women who are masculine. But some of these women shift 
into their feminine energy. And when they shift into their feminine energy, he rejects so much that they have no other choice but to leave because their femininity has been awakened. And now they need someone to co-create with. He's not aware that he's in a state of procreation. He's not a co-creator. A co-creator is a healed masculine man. Procreators are unhealed masculine men. Right? So everything that was taught to him in reflection by his mother, because she sat in masculine energy. And when you sit in masculine energy, if it's unhealed, again, it procreates. It doesn't co-create. So he is also promiscuous. He also uses people because, again, he doesn't know how to connect with the divine feminine energy. All he has ever known, okay, is masculine energy within a woman. That has been his firm foundation of what a woman is, what she represents. That is his firm foundation. So he will go through, he will go throughout his life until one day it kind of clicks. And he understands that I can't go about this way. But that's more because he starts to learn. He starts to be aware of that he teaches women, whether she's in her masculine, in her feminine, in her androgyny, he teaches women how to handle him the way that his mother handled him. He starts to see these patterns, right? But it takes the reflection of a mirror to do that for him. Usually the reflection of the mirror is an androgynous child that is born from him. When he has his own androgynous child who rebels when trying to be fit into a certain category. If he's wanting to see, because you have to want, you know, to be aware of certain things. After a while of repeated failure, right? After a while of repeated failure, and there is proof that somewhere in that mix, you were the common denominator or the, you know, the equation, the, 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 the um, variable in that equation, you start to sit back with yourself and you start to wonder. Right? Because the thing about it is that unhealed anything is attracted to unhealed everything. So an unhealed man will be attracted to an unhealed woman because it represents his trauma and his wound, what he's used to, where he is stuck emotionally. The same goes for an unhealed woman. So we're going to stick to the unhealed man. It is why also a lot of unhealed men who are attracted to unhealed women, if she sits very heavily in her masculine energy, more than likely she's promiscuous. He creates this love and hate relationship with her. 
okay? He loves her seductiveness. He loves all of that sexual shit, feminine-wise, because that's also something his mother taught him. Because that's whenever she shifted to her femininity, that's when she shifted to get a man. Okay? Once she needed what she needed, got her gratification, her satisfaction, her little hit of glory, she would sit right back into her masculine energy and reject. Depending on the wounds that she, or the trauma that she inhibited, or the trauma that she had growing up. Or not even growing up, because it can also be in her adolescent years. It can be something so traumatic even in her early years of, you know, when she started to have relationships. So it can be anything, but it has to be something that causes such an impact in the woman that she shifts very heavily into her masculine to protect herself. And some women will not let up from getting out of that masculine energy. Some feel very comfortable after a while. But I will explain that most that feel comfortable, I will explain that in another segment. We'll stick to the we'll stick to the um to the course. Now I was talking about promiscuity, right? The masculine unhealed wants everything that's traditional. Everything that simulates pureness. Femininity, submissiveness, all of those things. All of the things that weren't consistent in his life. But he will not admit it. Because admitting that is to show some level of emotion. And showing some level of emotion to a certain extent is reflective of the feminine energy that was suppressed in him. So he won't admit it. He's attracted to that. But remember... That again, the confusion, he is attracted to women that represent the mother figure or his mother figure. So in the beginning, he will flip-flop. He will flip-flop from women who are masculine or inhibit masculine energy. But the minute they show promiscuity, he is, he rejects it. He rejects it because it reminds him of his mother. And what he's learned throughout life is that promiscuity plus women equals no. So in his mind, these women are Jezebel's. Sluts, whores, for the streets. Yet they are attracted to it. Very much so. Very much so. And they are disgusted by the fact that they are. They will allow themselves to sit in the energy. They will allow themselves to have sex with the energy because it sits in the body of a woman. And no matter what, he is attracted to the flesh of the woman again, just like his mother. He is attracted to the flesh of the woman. So, but he is not attracted to the energy that she gives off. Right? Especially if she is a dominant woman in the bedroom. That really puts him off. 
because he's not attracted to masculine energy, right? But at the very same time, he is because it's what his mother taught him. So he will flip-flop from women who remind him of his mother to women who are quote-unquote wholesome, but those women he cannot retain because he doesn't understand feminine energy, so he can't keep those women. And he will also go to androgynous women. He will go from one to the other, thinking that the issue are the women, when the issue is that he needs to heal. One, his feminine energy is suppressed, too, and he has to come to the point of a realization that he has to be retaught the definition of feminine energy. He was taught that feminine energy through his mother, but what was really what he was seeing was masculine energy, that it was it has no emotion. It's stern. It's silent. It's mean. It's not compassionate. It's not empathetic. So he has to relearn these things and what that looks like. But he has to be open to healing because when you're open to healing, you are open to both your masculine and your feminine. And at the moment, they will be unhealed, but you're so open to them. Now you're open to seeing the why. Seeing why I operated this way. Why did I move this way? What did my single parent, who was a mother, teach me about the feminine? And then look at what you have been attracted to throughout the years when you look at a woman. See exactly her characteristics, how she carries herself, her mannerisms. Is she a protector, provider? One thing I have learned and over and over I've observed is that for me personally, when my feminine energy was activated, and it's not to say that she was completely dormant, but when she was fully activated, one thing that I noticed about the unhealed feminine energy and all its aspects that it comes with it is that what I've come to notice is that she is highly sensitive, can be overly feminine, very sensitive. So when, for example, when it's time for that awakening to happen or for these energies that are wounded within you to be highlighted so you can see what needs to be fixed or what needs to be shifted in order for you to become your divine soul, energies that are dormant within us when they are awakened, they are awakened at the stage and age of which they were traumatized or wounded or forced to be suppressed. And this can be in any age, even up to your 20s. So when she surfaces, 
and she is awakened by a wounded masculine man. It is torture for her because, and I'm going to speak from my own experience, but also experiences that I've seen throughout my years. When that, when those aspects are awakened, it's always one individual that awakens those aspects. Something about them triggers those aspects. If you're like some and you were sitting heavily in your masculine energy because your feminine energy was traumatized, was wounded, or for whatever reason, was forced to be suppressed. When that aspect of you is awakened, okay, it is right where it left off at, psychologically, energetically, right? When this happens, or this awakening happens with an unhealed masculine man, and let's say you, your feminine energy, it's emotional intelligence, okay? Or their as, or the aspects of her, their emotional intelligence, let's say is 11, 12, 13, 14. And the unhealed masculine rejects that feminine energy, okay? that wounded aspect, she will crawl back into herself and then what replaces her is her wounded masculine. Now the wounded masculine has dealt a lot with protection when it comes to this aspect of the wounded feminine. So this is where that, what they call that um, head buddy comes in between the unhealed masculine and the unhealed feminine. <laughs> because neither one is very receptive to their corresponding energy, right? The unhealed masculine is not going to be receptive to the divine feminine energy or the feminine energy at all within her because he doesn't understand what that is. He's never seen that. And she will not understand the masculine within him because she's never had a positive, consistent representation of it. So for both of them, this is where the bumping head comes in. It's not so much so that, oh, a masculine man is not going to, you know, like deal with a masculine woman because it's like masculine on masculine. You actually do. It's just that when each one sees the corresponding energy, they reject that energy because they don't know what it is. They've never had a representation of it. So the masculine unhealed will go on through his lifetime searching for that purity, that tradition, that which he did not have growing up. But when it stares him in the face, he will reject it because he's never had a consistent representation of it. All he had was what he is attracted to, which is a woman who is unhealed, sitting in her masculine energy. And everything that he's learned 
comes from the woman. And then it's funny because I hear a lot of men say, well, women teach us, you know, we, we learn this from women. We learn how to cheat. We learn how to be this. We learn how to be that. In part, you're right. But in part, you're wrong. Because if you, <laughs> sorry, if you understand energy and you understand the different kinds of energy within yourself, you would have understood that she was sitting in her masculine energy. Because there's no room for harshness when it comes to the feminine. Okay? Even when the feminine comes to you, she makes sure that she does not offend when standing in her feminine power and explaining how either she was offended or someone did something wrong. She always comes forth with empathy, patience, compassion, and love. She is not harsh. She is not a mother that laughs when her son falls. Or when he falls, she doesn't go to his aid to see if possibly he broke something. And if he broke something, she's right there with him, you know, to take him. That's feminine. Feminine is not harsh. Feminine is not cruel. And the masculine needs to understand this. The unhealed masculine needs to understand this. You might not agree with it, but look at the relationships that you have cultivated in the past. See the type of energy that those women were putting off. Now turn around and look at your childhood and see if your mother inhibited that same energy. And that would tell you a lot a lot about how you maneuver in relationships because in part you inhibit the characteristics or the behavior you took on those behaviors onto yourself as knowledge and wisdom and carried it on into your own relationships so in part she is to blame but in part you can also, you cannot take the blame off of yourself because at the end of the day, we all have choices. At the end of the day, we all know what's right and what's wrong, what feels right, what feels wrong, instinctively, intuitively. Now, it's hard to be intuitive if your feminine energy is completely dormant. That's where narcissism comes from. Because that energy is completely dormant. It's gone. It's not gone, but it's like lights out completely. So if you feel that you are one of these men, do not become upset. I would take this information in. Because there's more to come. And I would sit with it. And I would. <laughs> sorry. I would reflect. On. Past relationships. Okay. Look at your female friends. Are most of your female friends. What type of energy do they put off? Are most of your female friends. Feminine. Or are most of your female friends uh, a little bit masculine, a little bit tomboyish? Like the homie, like the homie that I can go to to speak of about my girlfriend. But it's not like a homie, homie, like my guy friend, right? I can still get relationship advice from her because it's going to be always fair, right? That type of energy. 
If you are surrounded by women with that type of energy as best friends or as friends, switch a little bit and now look at your mother, right? If you grew up in a single parent home and it was your mother, okay? See if she has or carries any of, oh, your homegirls carry any of her her qualities, her characteristics, how she talks, how she, how they carry themselves. Are they promiscuous? Are they not promiscuous? How are they? More than likely, they reflect your mother. Let's shift a little bit to your relationships that are romantic. How do you maneuver in those relationships? Especially when you are met with femininity. And when I say femininity, emotions. When she tries to comfort you. Or let's say when you cry or something is wrong and she tries to hold you and comfort you. Because that is what is innately in the feminine nature to do. She is a nurturer. So if you pull away from her in those moments or you reject her in those moments sir you are attracted to women with masculine energy you don't know femininity and it's okay it's okay but you have to admit that if you don't admit that you will not be aware and you cannot start to heal that love and hate relationship that you have with women because you don't understand and you're not aware of the patterns. But yet you are not understanding that you put yourself in this pattern where you teach the feminine how to handle you. But you teach her how to handle you just the way your mother handled you when you were a little boy. And you will force her into that role into that masculine role. Whenever she cries or comes to you about something that bothers her because you are the masculine, you are the protector. So if she's sitting in her feminine energy, she is going to run to you for protection. And if your first instinct is to tell her, oh, you need to suck it up. Stop crying. You're being too sensitive. You're overly sensitive. Sir, you are attracted to women with masculine energy because that is feminine. She is looking onto you for protection. She is looking onto you to also be empathetic. But because you've never been around feminine energy, you don't know what empathy is. So you're cold. You're distant. Oh, if she shows emotions, that makes your skin crawl. Sir, you are attracted to women with masculine energy. And it is okay. Because, I mean, let's be honest, not for too long, these unhealed women who sit in masculine energy stay there. After a while, when they are in the presence of the masculine, they slowly shift to their perspective energy, to their feminine energy. And I'm not going to include androgynous people in this because that's a whole different conversation. I'm strictly speaking about feminine women who have been forced to sit in their masculine energy, either through trauma, through wounds. Or circumstances. But they are feminine women. So. We will shall sit. With this one. Ladies and gentlemen. Because. I shall say that. Observing this myself. And putting it to the test. 
over and over again just to make sure. It is clear to me that this is a fact. It is clear to me that this is a fact. And some men will argue and say, well, why is it that there are so many feminine mass, um, feminine men? I will get to that here in another segment. Because there's levels to all of this. There is different spectrums, different layers. It's not one size fits all type of thing. But I am speaking about the procreator, the unhealed masculine. And the unhealed masculine will replay the same patterns over and over and over again. Like an addict. Like an addict because, again, he is working from a space of instant gratification, instant satisfaction. It's what his mother taught him. And this is why it's important that we also understand, even within households who have both parents, if one parent is operating from their unhealed state or unhealed energy, they are going to cause trauma to their child, whether boy or girl. That goes both for the masculine and the feminine, for women and men. <coughs> Excuse me. It is definitely interesting now with this type of information and looking at the back and forth between men and women, right? And the thing about it is that unhealed women are attracted to men that inhibit feminine energy or quality. That allow them in some form a way to keep that identity of protector and provider. Now, if he, if she meets an unhealed man who sits in masculine energy, there is going to be some, some headbutting because she doesn't understand that energy. She feels more comfortable if her wounds primarily deal with the mask and her trauma. And that she was raised by a single mother who was ultimately feminine, but was through circumstances, was forced to sit in masculine energy. She will be more attracted to men who inhibit feminine qualities. Or who behave sometimes like women. The minute she's met with masculine on masculine. And her traumas have been because of the masculine. She will reject it. She will reject not the presence. Well, yeah, she'll reject both. But mostly is the energy. She'll reject both the energy and the recipient of the energy, the man. Most unhealed women, just like unhealed men, are also attracted to androgynous men. They feel more comfortable because these men can, can switch. So I will leave it here for you guys and so you can uh, kind of think a little bit and sit with this little bit of information. I will discuss further more about the procreator. Um, procreators 
also are not in control of their sexual energies. Co-creators are. Procreators are not. <laughs> They're more about instant gratification and satisfaction of the flesh than anything else. They don't think about connecting to create or build anything. Everything to them is temporary. They don't want to be um, open and vulnerable. Openness and vulnerability to them is feminine. Or they were taught that. So a lot of these men procreate because of this reason. Whether a woman is in her feminine or whether she's in masculine energy or androgynous energy. In that moment of both individuals connecting sexually, she must shift all the way into her divine feminine energy. This is how she creates and connects and manifests and things of that nature. It is natural. It is instinctive. It is intuitive for her to do that. She submits, right? So to submit, she has to step fully into that feminine energy. The temporary fulfillment of that moment, being in the grace of that energy, something that he craves, he loses himself in it, but not too much. Not to the point where he is caught up in his emotion. He might be caught up in it feeling-wise, as, you know, feeling it. But actually showing it, he won't. But he will allow himself to sit in that stratosphere, in that energy, because he craves it. He needs it. It's, he was deprived of it. And when they get lost in that energy, so much so, some men don't know how to just not create. They don't know how to not ejaculate and create children. With people they know very well, because they know that they are not going to create, co-create with. Because they don't know what co-creation is. A man knows whether healed or unhealed. When he meets a woman, if he's going to create with that woman or not, or he's going to co-create with her or not, he knows. <laughs> and usually, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, <clears throat> when a man shifts and he awakens, is because there is a certain woman that he has chosen. To co-create with. But he knows that. Or he's aware of. That there's some issues. That he has to. Shift out of. Or shift into. Whichever one. But for her. He will be. Co-creator. So like I said. There's always one individual. That awakens. Dormancy in us. But until then, if you don't know or have or have ever had uh, a positive and consistent foundation of how men and women 